And we got a new Matthew McConaughey film on the way. We got a new trailer for Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. The Rings of Power apparently doesn't need writers on set. And stick around to the end of the episode to hear our review of Succession Season 4, Episode 7. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movie Mob Podcast, Episode 48 here. We got a great episode lined up today. As always, if you're new to the channel, Movie Mob Podcast drops every Friday at 6 p.m. We got some other great stuff on the channel, too. Check it out. I'm joined, as always, in studio with Matt. What's going on, man? Yeah. Nick, behind the camera. Let's get into it. We got some big, big news topics today, some great stuff. The news is flowing. The juices are flowing. I'll tell you, the juices were flowing during this trailer wow. for Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Nolan. Nolan. Somebody else is directing Nolan. it now. Nolan. Cool. Yeah, the is Simba the helping Nolans. out? Or? Yeah, well, um, obviously, we've been talking about this film for a while now, since we started the podcast. Um, sure. And we get a full trailer. The first trailer was, a, I would call it a teaser. Tease. It was a little shorter. This one was long. This was three-minute long trailer. Gave us a lot. Not too much. Um, we saw some more uh, actors. We saw Albert Einstein. Wow, I like Albert Einstein. You know, he's, sure. he's a legend of the game. German, uh, but obviously more. We know, Rel- what relatively speaking. Yeah. Oh, we know <laughs> what the story is here, obviously. But um, it's it's great to know that this is. You know, we had that scare that it might get delayed. False mm. rumor. It's coming out in July. We're here, Matt. What'd you think of this trailer? I mean, RJ, this got all the senses percolating. Yes. This wow. uh, this trailer. This was this was really. Because, like, I was excited, mm-hmm. you know, and I know you guys are both pumped. Yeah. But I, just this trailer is like, all right, like, here it is. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I can now expect, you know? And, uh, dude, I'm Killian Murphy, Cillian, how would you say it? Either way. Either Tommy Shelby. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite actors ever. I think yep. he's so underrated. He's usually a supporting role. Mm-hmm. He's a leading man. He can be. His face in this trailer just yeah. gives you everything this guy would be going through, creating a weapon of mass destruction that he knows is going to assa- kill thousands, millions of people. Yeah, like dead in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. dude. This is going to be epic. I, uh, I'd i be shocked if this missed. And, um, dude, this trailer got me pumped. Yeah. I can't wait for this movie. I need to see this trailer in theaters. Hopefully oh, yeah. they play it uh, when we go see Guardians. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Christopher Nolan, just trailers alone, he knows how to oh, build the intensity. Great. Like, it's all, you know the stress levels are going to be high watching this movie. Anxiety's going to be high. And he... he brings that like magnification mm. of these these historical good moments. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He makes them feel big. You know, I, I mean Nick, you're obviously very excited for this. What do you think of this trailer? Um I'm extremely excited. On another note, I saw earlier uh, today actually on Twitter that um who did Batman with Robert Pattinson, Matt? Who was the director? Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves? Yeah. Brought Killian Cillian, Tommy Murphy good. uh brought good him move. down to set because the studio wanted him to play Batman. No, oh. that was in The Dark Knight. Oh, dark! It was that long ago. He auditioned for with Christian Bale to play Batman. Okay, so yeah. here's the thing, though, right? He auditioned to play Batman, and it's just funny when you see somebody like who who the studio thinks is popular try and play someone as opposed to like who the director. Like you got to trust your directors. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. I I don't. Th- my point is I don't see anybody other than Tommy Shelby playing yeah. this role. Um, this is it's very subdued. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be scientific, so he's like a little to himself and all that other stuff. Um, and nervous, and but extremely powerful. Like, he's not a villain, you know what yeah, I mean? He's no. just a scientist doing what the government tells him to do. <laughs> and he's a complicated guy, from what I've heard. Yeah, his, his, yeah. His life. I think it'll be. I think it'll be an incredibly interesting film. It, aesthetically, I mean... Yeah. It's better than 
browsers. Like yeah, it's, it this, looks it's, big. I, I mean, yeah. it, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is awesome. Like, it's it's an epic. Uh, it's really cool. I, I will say this poster kind of sucks. It not, looks not, like we it's made it. It's not a good poster. Yeah, the poster's not the best. Also, I got one gripe with this trailer, oh. and it's Matt Damon. Whoa. I like, listen. I whoa. saw that in the trailer. I was going to mention that, too. I, I was like, whoa. I wah, like wah. Matt Damon. Like yeah. I don't know if he, he might be miscast in this role. Like, that one line where he was like, this is the most important thing in the history. Like, I'm like, mm. all right, uh-huh. Will Hunting. You know yeah. what you I'm saying? You don't like, like, you don't like Bourne? You don't like, like Bourne? sometimes he, he's doing a little too much. You I don't think you have a critique like that of Bourne Ultimatum. Um, but like, I do like Matt Damon, so obviously it's good. out of context, so yeah. who knows. But I just thought that line was a little off. But D- Dude, one thing I'm excited, just for this movie, dude, yeah. I'm excited to just, like, Nolan brings the blockbuster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is a movie, like, you don't want to watch this on Netflix or mm-hmm. Hulu. This is one you want to go see on the big screen, and Nolan, you know, visually, it's going to look fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, it's an event. And, like, I feel like, you know, we kind of miss that nowadays, you know? Yeah, and obviously we, we weren't the biggest fans of uh, Tenet. I don't know what happened. Yeah, right. No, uh, you could explain it to me, tell it to my face, and I still wouldn't know. Yeah, but there's plenty of people who do like Tenet, and, and other than Looks that, cool. I don't think Nolan's missed with no. a movie. So, you know, I, I got no reason to doubt that this is going to be uh, fantastic. Yep. So we'll get into the uh, next topic here. Talk about fantastic. <laughs> Matt oh, wow. McConaughey. I love Matt McConaughey. I read his book. Me too. It's got a good book. Oh, yeah, you Green did book. read that. It's a good book. Yeah. Green Lights. Oh, yeah, what yeah, a yeah. fucking same it's thing. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Green um, Book is a movie about uh, racial Yeah, Green Book. Uh. Yes, yes, with Mahershala Ali. But Green Lights is a <laughs> film by, I mean, a book by Matt McConaughey. Yes, but Matt McConaughey is starring in a new movie. He is. And it is, it is called, let's see if I pronounce this right, Rivals of Amzia King. Oh. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, basically, not much about it. You know, I th- obviously Matt McConaughey's got a lot going on right now. He's rumored to be in the new uh, sequel series to Yellowstone. Um, mm. But this is what they describe this film as. Ready? <sighs> a deeply atmospheric, character-focused crime thriller set against the unique backdrop of remote Oklahoma. Mm. To me, Matt, that sounds a lot like True Detective Season 1. It does. I wonder if that's what they're going for. That worries me somewhat because it's like, are they just trying to do another Russ Cole? But what do you think? RJ, uh, to be honest, I don't know what to think. Yes. Because I love True Detective mm-hmm. season one. The other seasons were, you know, season three, okay. Season two kind of stunk, I thought. Yeah. Um, For this, I'm going to need to see a trailer. I'm going to need to see some hype, some build up. Mm-hmm. Just off what you to Oklahoma. Who get, yeah, you know what I mean? It's very early stage. I love yeah. McConaughey, but like, what do we do? I need to, I need to see, I need to yeah. know more. I need to see some stuff. Um, But if he is playing that detective kind of role, kind of, mm-hmm. he's got more behind the scenes, a little odd, a little yeah. quirky. Um, but he's like he's good at w- what he does, so people put up with it. I mean, that's interesting to me, and we, he's shown he could do it, so I, I yeah. would watch it. I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I wouldn't want a retread of you know it's no. just the same character. But you know, Nick, when you look back in the fifties, like mm-hmm. Humphrey Bogart, all those guys, like they just played the same character every movie. You know what I'm saying? This oh, yeah. it sure. would kind of be not surprising for them to do this. But um, the the uh, director is Andrew Patterson. He's mm-hmm. writing and directing it. And his last movie was a sci-fi. It's called The Vast of the Night in uh, 2019, but like low budget, 700 grand. Um, and it got good reviews, though. So this is probably his, like, to get a star like McConaughey, maybe he'll uh, blow up. Yeah. You know, I hadn't heard of him. But, yeah. Um, Nick, you got any thoughts on this, though? I'll watch it. I, I have no doubt. I think, listen, yeah. Matt McConaughey's going to draw a crowd, right? Um, it's a great name if you're if you're – uh, a director mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're gonna make a movie, and then you're you're you get some notoriety, and then the, the studio, whatever it is, yeah. says that you're gonna direct this next big film. Mm-hmm. 
you got to pay up when Matt McConaughey is involved. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's not a, it's not a joke. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll watch it. I don't yeah. know enough about it really to. Yeah, it's very early. But I, also, though, he is in like he's not in a ton of stuff. Like you don't see Matt McConaughey everywhere. Sure. Like he does pick his role. So, but and he's good. Yeah, no, he's great. He's good. He's also a teacher at uh, Texas. I heard that. Yeah, basketball coach too. Yeah. Um, good guy. Gives back to the community. No, he is really God fearing. Yes, God fearing man. Um, we love Matt McConaughey. Check out his book, Green Lights. There you go. I'm plugging it. Uh, but our next topic. Here we go, baby. I'm about to hit it hard. I've been the quiet. rings of power. <laughs> so obviously, we haven't talked about it much on this podcast, but the writers' strike is going on. The WGA, oh. um, they're striking. First time it's happened since oh. 2008, 15 years ago. That's how. That's how we got Quantum of Solace. You know, uh, they didn't finish the script for that. I like the. I like Quantum of Solace. Yeah, yeah, but some people don't. A lot of you people know? don't. We also got Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Is that the is Shia LaBeouf in that? Yeah, the third one. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the it's been a while. Fo- I like the Megan Fox ones. Yeah, but listen. So basically, to break it down in simple terms, any if you're a part of the Writers Guild as a writer or a producer, you can no longer be making creative decisions on set. So if oh, no. you finish the script beforehand, before the strike, you can continue with production, but you can't make any changes to the script. In this case, the writers of the show are also the showrunners, so they can't be on set at all making creative decisions. So the two showrunners of Rings of Power are not on set for season two right now. I will say they have shot the majority of it. There's only 19 days left in filming, but still... As of today, there's about two weeks left. Yeah, filming, that's but. that's not great. It's it's not a great sign for a show that we all didn't like. But who knows? Maybe it's good that they're not there and it'll be better. So you yeah, know? that's kind of where I was going with this. Yeah. Right, Matt, go ahead. What's your, what's your take on well, this? My thought, I you know relate this to sports. Yeah. Okay, this is like the end of the season, right? There's a shitty team. Yeah. And with two games left, their coach, you know, something happens. He's a scandal. He's gone. Yeah. But, like, the team already sucks. So yeah. even though the head coach is gone, <laughs> yeah. maybe they get better because they can't get worse. That's a great point. You know, so that's yeah. the way I look at it. How, I mean, I thought season one sucked. Yeah. How much worse can you get? I mean. You're not wrong. We'll see. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a hell of a metaphor. Thank you. Analogy. Whatever. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic actually. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. With that being said, there's there's two sides to every coin. So I'm uh, take it from both both perspectives yeah. here. On the one hand, they they advertised this series initially mm-hmm. as the most expensive, highest budget show out there. Right, five hundred million dollars or whatever it was, season one. Yeah, it was like a hundred sixty million per episode. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely asinine mm. when you think about how much money is put into each individual. And it really episode. didn't look that much better than anything else. It really know? didn't. Yeah. Okay, uh, number one. Number two, you have uh, everybody who writes the the what happens for that hundred sixty million an episode is no longer allowed to be on set. So yeah. how does that make any sense? And then. With all of the bad reviews and everything else, instead of just pausing and waiting and maybe rethinking mm-hmm. some of your horrendous decisions that you made during season one, uh, maybe you take those 19 days that you have left or those whatever it is amount of days that you have left and you try and make some better decisions. Yeah. And you use this time without the writers to reevaluate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. They're not going to do that. They are going yeah. to continue pushing on production without any creative decisions being allowed to be made. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous and it just shows that they have endless money 
gobs of money to just throw away, and they're not giving it to us, and I'm pissed off. Yeah. Because I want to make movies. I mean, it did say in the Variety article that the production was obviously aware about this possibility, and they prepared as much as they could. Sure. You know, and, and obviously, there's, you know, there's still directors doing it, but uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely not a good uh, look. And, and like you said, especially when Amazon's throwing out so much money, you want quality, too. And what does it say if you're a writer in the WGA, if mm-hmm. you're on strike, right? Which, whether you believe in what the strike is for or not, yeah. that doesn't matter, right? That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If you're a writer, though, and you're on strike, and you cannot go to work, or you will be removed from the Writers Guild of America, yeah, and you see Amazon as a company continuing production when you're not there, not standing up for you, mm-hmm. how often do you want to work for Amazon? Right. What does this say for Amazon Studios as a future as a production mm-hmm. company? I know they have endless money. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And money does talk, unfortunately. They also got Broniger. Shout out, Bron. Mm-hmm. But, like, what are we What are we doing? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it, uh, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. The AMPTP is uh, the t- American television producers and, and movie producers and stuff like I, that. They're, I was speaking Mandarin right there. Jeez. <sighs> I can't say stuff like that. <laughs> They are meeting, and they're going to have some negotiations. Christopher Nolan was down there. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. Yep, um, it's it's a uh, it's a rough thing. It sucks. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm personally not a huge fan of unions in general. It has nothing to do with my yeah. opinions of the WGA, but um, part of the reason is because of stuff like this, where it pauses all of everything. You know right. what I mean? Um, well, the robots are coming for our jobs. AI. I got no career. My career's over before it began. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a sad. I got no career. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, maybe if this show picks up. Yeah. Um, I'll be a robot. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. funny. We'll put a robotic AIRJ yeah, on right. the couch. X-Mark but yeah, so, so. There you go. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's sad uh, yeah. that, that this is happening, especially with the. But okay, so then to go to Matt's point, right? They couldn't really get much any much worse. No. Yeah. There's only the only way is up. You know. From the from the mines of Moria, dude. This right? show sucks. It yeah. was so bad. This show's like, dude, a hot girl. You know what I mean? Lord of the Rings, Galad, like looks nice, attracts mm. you. You watch it, you talk to her. There's nothing there. There's she doesn't no move her mouth. Her On mouth to the next move. one, like yeah. Jay Z says. Yeah, no good. Hova, Hove. But uh, you know what's pretty sad too? Trials. We don't like trials. Trial by combat. And tribulations. You know. Oh. Uh, the song by Polo the, G. The quarter, is that a song? Oh, yeah. Polo G, yeah. But Nick, you know, you, you take the stage here to talk a little bit about the Jonathan Majors situation, a little update. I believe he was in court the other day. Yeah, so on Tuesday, Jonathan Majors had his first court appearance. He appeared via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have adjusted my take on this just a okay. little bit. Just a little bit. Doesn't look good. It's not looking as good as it did. <laughs> okay. Now, that doesn't mean... That I find him guilty or not guilty or anything yeah. like that. But this video that completely exonerates him does not completely exonerate him. Which I think was the video of the club of her. Yes. After, so right? the lawyer yeah. comes. So the guy gets arrested, right? And indicted and charged and the trespassing order and everything else. Other people. So the thing that I can't take into consideration, at least in my mind, is these other people that have now come forward with abuse. Because there's yeah. always an onslaught of bullshit once something happens. But they will say, though, his lawyer came out and said, we have video evidence that he is completely exonerated mm-hmm. and they did nothing wrong. Okay. I thought, and if you look at our previous shows, I thought that that meant that there was going to be video from inside the Uber yeah, right. showing that nothing happened. Show no, 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 no. Show me the money. <laughs> no. This woman who accused him of abuse or whatever it is, right? This woman who accused him 
was videotaped supposedly, allegedly, after the incident at a nightclub dancing and, and having a good time and appearing to have not been injured at all. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it looks like. We don't really know the validity of the video or anything else, but that does not, by any stretch of the imagination, completely exonerate Jonathan Majors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Number one. Number two, the reason I, I, I've done, obviously, more research about all this stuff, and I am I wanted your opinion on this because it deals with the Kang and, and all of that other stuff. I was going to say, if he got beaten by Hank Pym and a pile of ants, do you think he stood any chance against Fair the enough. law system of America? Fair enough. But <laughs> you know? even though his PR and management team have dropped him, yeah, Disney, who is notorious for dropping people yeah. at the- But at they learned from their mistake with James Gunn, I think. Okay, but they have not dropped him yet. No, that's what I'm saying. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. So my my well, yeah, because James Gunn. Well, remember they fired him. Right, yeah. right. I get it. Yeah, I agree. So like, but that's why I'm saying like it, it is kind of a rather long and arduous process. Mm. But I will say, there was enough sufficient evidence presented to a judge. The, the whole reason for that for that hearing, um, this previous yeah. like earlier this week, uh, was because. Uh, Jonathan Major's lawyer was issuing a a, a motion to dismiss. Mm-hmm. That's what it was for. Drop the charges. Right. Yeah. They went in there, and they did not drop the charges. However, mm-hmm. on the other side, on my other, like, don't blame people yet side, the charges have changed. Yeah, they I have, hear that. They yeah. have removed the neck injury, the other stuff. It's now there's arm injury or something. Right, yeah. but, it's, but it's different is my point. Yeah. If you shoot somebody... With a gun. If you shoot somebody and mm-hmm. kill them, the charge does not change from a shooting to a stabbing. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's like if you're going to bring charges of any sort of SA, DV, whatever it is, you got to make sure that you're like bringing the correct charges. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. It's interesting. I mean, and obviously we're, it's going to be going along for a while now. Sometimes these trials take a while. Yeah. So maybe if, you could live stream watching it. Yeah, you know? and I probably will. Yeah. I probably will. There's going to be a lot of changes to this channel coming up, but yeah. in, in a good way. Like all more I'm fired. Matt's fired. No, nobody's fired. Sam's coming back. If anything, I'm putting you to more work for less money. All right. Yeah. WGA. <laughs> if, you, if you come to Wilco Media Studios, you'd be outside. You see RJ with a picket sign. I work, <laughs> I work for free. I'm just for the people. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that. Amen. Let's stretch that as far as we possibly can. What stretching? What oh, more oh. hours? Who are we stretching? Oh. Hey, Prometheus. But uh, Prometheus. Move on. I can't use it. I can't. Right. I can't finish the sentence. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. yeah. So obviously, this trial is going to be going on for a while now. Um, you know, yeah, I'm sure. Hopefully, months. we get some more clarification. But who knows? What do you think happens? I think he's cooked. Doesn't look good. I think he's done. Matthew? I think we should have known when Hank Pym took him down. Uh, right, you man? know, I get. I really get no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, like, really, I don't know anything. No, neither do I. You know, I know nothing. big deal though. Yeah. What, what do you think is the future of Kang and all that shit? That's inter- we could easily recast him. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. Isn't a low key season two coming out soon? Yeah, I think that's part of the reason they probably haven't announced. He's any. probably all over that season. Yeah, that's like what he's I'm definitely saying. a big part. So if they do let go of him, it will be after that season comes out. You know, they're probably waiting for like you know Conqueror. Well, also, I feel like it, this isn't as big in the news as the Johnny Depp thing. No, you know but what I mean. They, they also have a built-in way of doing it with the multiverse. It's just like it's not him. Yeah, you if, know it's, what I'm if it's well, if it's yeah. like he's like convicted or it's bad enough, like the press is bad enough, they'll yeah. let him go. Bring Denzel in. Come on. We'll find someone older else. Kang. You know, I like it. We'll spin it somehow. But we'll see. We got some questions today. And the first nice. one is MCU related. And it's from Eden. Uh, she, Shout out. She threw out a great question here. Stacked episode. Thank you. With how so, well so Guardians nice. of the Galaxy Volume 3 is being received, are you guys more excited for the rest of Marvel's Phase 5 and 6 or James Gunn's DC 
Oh, so this is which one are we more excited yes. for? Okay, I took this. Oh, okay. Hmm. Matt, you got an answer? Well, can I just say before I answer yeah. this question, I'd like to give a shot to Eden. Yes. She watches you. every episode. Mm-hmm. She comments every episode. Yep. She's, she said happy birthday to me. She said happy yes. birthday. Was with us since the early House Day of the one. Dragon review. Like, it's, that's yeah. f- phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, really great. Uh, we appreciate it. Sure. Um, What am I more excited for? I'm excited for Guns DC, man. I, I because agree. I feel like Marvel hit their, their peak. Marvel peaked. Mm-hmm. Endgame. Yeah. The Infinity Saga, Iron Man, Cap, all that shit. And even if these new movies... I, I'm really excited for Guardians 3. But even if these new movies are good, it's never going to get that first kind of excitement. You yeah. know, you, you had of Iron Man and all that stuff. Um, the kind of the ramp up of the superhero movies. Mm-hmm. DC, it's been like very individualized. You know what I mean? You've yeah. had good DC projects, like uh, the Dark Knight trilogy and the new Batman movie. Mm-hmm. But you haven't had any that have been successful as a connected universe. Yes. Yeah. And it feels like Gunn has a whole new plan. It's all original ideas. And he's a really good track record. For that reason, I'm I'm going DC yeah. because I'm more curious in what Gunn has to offer because I've seen the best from Marvel, in my opinion. I agree with you definitely on that. But I would say, in terms of Gunn's DC, you know, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face, Mike right? Tyson. If Superman Legacy comes out in 2025 and no, it's bad, mm-hmm. the plan goes out the window. You know, it's like Universal's Monster Universe when they put out Tom Cruise's Mummy movie and they just canceled it after. You know, so I mean, we're gonna have to wait and see. But right now, on this basis of what we know from Marvel and what James's Gunn has told us about the DC universe, I'm with you, Matt. I'm going James Gunn's DC. Thank you, Nick. Any any preference here? Yeah, I mean, I've watched a lot of videos uh, recently of James Gunn, just interviews. And oh stuff yeah, like those that. are good. I I like James Gunn. Yeah, I think he's he's cool. Um, you know me, I'm not the biggest superhero like fanatic, yeah. but I will say Guardians Three has really taken off. Their so opening weekend, they set a box office record. Great reviews. So yeah. Getting good reviews. Some people are saying that it's a bad thing, um, which I think is insane. Uh, they think that it's like gonna fall off now, event like uh, immediately after oh. its box office record. Well, yeah, every movie makes a shit ton and then obviously falls off. That's a stupid. A little bit. I I yeah. don't disagree with you at all. I think it's a I think it's a great Except thing. Mario just cross a billion dollars. Mario, right. it's a Mario yeah. time. I don't know if Guardians Three is gonna make a billion, no. but regardless, it's it set a box office record at uh, opening weekend, 116 million, I believe. It did yeah. opening weekend. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. I, I um, think a lot of that has to do, too, with, like, Guardians. You could always watch those movies in isolation outside of the MCU. Right. So I do think they have a lot of fans that don't watch the other Marvel movies that just watch Guardians. Right, yeah, right, right. So I think that helps. Yeah. No, I listen, I I um, I like Marvel characters in the comics. Yeah. Um, DC is Batman. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Big three. That, DC tends to dive more into the like Justice League, yeah, That's like and what just like ca- like alien stuff, like more supernatural yeah. stuff. I'd say DC does, but now Marvel is is gone into that realm too. But I'm, yeah. I'm a DC guy in terms of you're just basing it off the characters. But oh, yeah, really? yeah, so, over over yeah. like Spider Man. Spider Man's like my Batman's wow. my number numero so, uno. So RJ hates Spider Man is two, but then the rest of the list like Superman. Iron like Man, no. Guys. Iron Man, Cap. I like Iron Man. It doesn't I sound like it. You know, what Iron you Man's think? Iron Man's not my favorite. Well, you know, wow. I would go Look with. I would rather watch a Spider Man movie, be it Toby or otherwise. Uh, the Avengers. Think of all they did. You, you know? know, but again, <laughs> they saved you. For me, it's not based on on the um, on the the company making it. Like, it's not about Marvel versus DC. I go by the individual characters. Like, I'm yeah. never gonna watch. In my opinion, I'm just saying, I'm not a fan of Iron Man as a as a oh. character. 
It's just another billionaire with lots Don't of money. Don't tell that to people. All right. Why? Keep that to yourself. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no. Listen, I'm just saying. I'm. It's not that he's a bad character. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that he's not my favorite superhero. Okay. okay. He's yeah, not yeah. my favorite over Batman. Yeah. Come on, Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. My point exactly. Yeah, so it's like, and not so. that Robert Downey Jr. plays a bad Tony Stark either. I'm just saying in in the realm now, like Thanos and all this. That's all Marvel, right? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm, I'd probably go DC. Okay. I'd probably go DC. So you're excited. Yeah, and I it's wish, new. I wish know? DC could buy the rights or whatever it is. Or I wish D- if DC had created Spider-Man, this wouldn't even be a conversation. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't even be a conversation. DC all day. Yeah. You well, know? I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Everyone's excited. We'll be reviewing Guardians and next week. And thank you week. for the question. Everybody submit your questions, but thank you, Eden, for watching. Yeah, thank you. And we got another question here from Deep Sneakers. Oh, he's also a Great big question. fan. Big fan. What's your favorite fight or battle scene in a movie? He said, "Mine is either Helm's Deep in Two Towers or Rocky, uh, five Rocky, Rocky versus first. Drago yeah. in Rocky Four. Honorable mention to the cow scene in Kung Fu, <laughs> and to the fist too. You did, he did show me that. Um, this is tough. I mean, you took a great one with Helm's Deep. You could go the other battle in Return of the King at the Black Gate. It's a great one. Uh, that's good mm-hmm. for me. I'm gonna go with it's kind of a cheat. Okay, but it's Obi Wan and Anakin on Musafar." Cut into in between Palpatine and Yoda. Oh, that's you know sh- they oh. do those fights at the same time. Yeah, I'm going with that one, dude. That would be my answer. Okay, I'm, I'll just give something different. Yeah, everyone hates this. I love me some Battle of Geonosis. Oh come on! I just this love party's over, dude. Yeah. When Mace Windu comes out, yeah. puts a lightsaber to his throat, his mm-hmm. party's he jumps over. All the Jedi come out with all their lightsabers because yeah. that's the you see all the Jedi together. Mm-hmm. They're battling the droids, and Yoda comes in on the droid. Even ship. Yoda and Dooku's fight after dude. is good. Like that's good shit. Helm's Deep's a good one. Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Um, even in Shrek, man, when the big dragon comes oh, in Shrek at the end, yeah. you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a good time. Yep. Fucking. There, I mean, there's so many answers, but yeah. those are just. I feel like even people who don't like Attack of the Clones like the Geonosis. Yeah, that's part. a six scene. Yeah, but, it's you just know? it's good stuff. Thank Nick, you. you got one. It's I, not I, Star Wars. Movie. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I saw one. That was, the Shrek was a great reference, yeah. by the way. Thank you. Uh, that was really good. Thank you. Um, yeah. Recently, I watched Heat. Yeah. Uh, with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. and um, there is a great street gunfight yeah, yeah, battle yeah. scene uh, it's you know typical like cops and robbers but it's like on crack like yep. it's it's just in very intense everybody's shooting everybody every you know what i mean it's it's insane and um it's it's a fantastically shot scene mm-hmm. and it's at a point in the film where you already love everybody on both sides and yeah. you're like you don't know who to pick to win so it doesn't matter who gets shot you're like oh my god like what's going on yeah. And uh, very intense, great, great fight scene, great police battle. story. That was a great fight oh, scene. So, yeah. it, it, which one? First, Every scene's yeah. a fight scene yeah. in that movie. Well, the end one, the end. <laughs> He's fighting but telephones in one scene. It's a lot <laughs> easier to like appreciate action scenes now because we get so bogged down with those Marvel action sequences, yeah. which is kind of just a bunch of CGI moving it's around. CGI John Wick Four had some amazing, like every sequence in that was crazy. There was one. Uh, club scene that was good so Dude, i don't know the fight sequences in uh, mission impossible fallout are yeah, awesome which we got i've heard uh, we're probably gonna get a trailer for that next one dude i'm you That's don't know awesome. i'm so excited yeah. i love it's gonna be I good fucking love those movies. but great questions guys thank you for sending those in as always guys if you're watching you get a question or you get an opinion on any of these comment below we'll answer them for next week but uh nick and i are gonna dive into succession here matt's gonna be departing uh, Matt, any any words for the people? Dude, I'll just say, this last episode of Succession, yes. these kids can't get out of each other's way. They can't, Matt. With Shiv and Roman, dude. And? 
and uh, Kendall. Kendall, there you, you go. You know what I mean, yeah. dude? They're just teaming up. They're mm-hmm. pinning their flags to these, you know. They yeah. just they, a lot of flags. I, I did like in the episode how, like, it takes you over the course of a day, which was yeah. cool. I feel like it was easier to keep track of. Yeah. Um, but, dude, I can't wait for next. I mean, the way they left it, yeah. I will say, like, I can't wait for next episode, dude, what they're going to they're gonna do there as That's always we appreciate your um, opinions matthew of course i just want to say um it's all i got watch trini and georgia great show i'm watching it right now right on it's really good so until right, next Ba-da-ba. time bye matt all right so succession episode seven of season four we got three episodes left after this one uh you know we had talked last week uh about the episode where you know kendall takes the stage and he announces living plus I think we both agreed it was our least favorite of the season. Not that we didn't like it, but we thought it was definitely the weakest of the episodes. But I think this was a, a great, you know, return to form episode here. Sure. Very contained. It takes place pretty much all at this uh, pre-election party that uh, we end up seeing Matson crashes. Um, so then we get some drama there. Uh, a thanks lot to of Shiv. Yeah, always thanks to Shiv. We get some great interactions between characters as always, and it obviously hits ahead with, with one of the best scenes in the show with Shiv and Tom going at each other. But, uh, Nick, what'd you think of this episode? Overall thoughts? Overall, um, yeah. before we dive deep, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was significantly better um, than the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, finally. Every time Shiv and Tom have tried to discuss anything before it always ends with one of them saying right now is not a good time we'll yeah. talk about this later and that finally all that came to yeah. head which is great i love that we find out that matson is actually an asshole as opposed mm-hmm. to um just pretending to be one yep. or whatever like it's real uh ebba great character yeah I, very underrated character more from greg back in the kind of yes, in the saddle yes. of where i think he should be um and uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I'm, yeah. re- I'm significantly ready to, to dive deep. There was one yeah. scene, and it's actually the very first scene that I was not uh, a fan of. Okay. As usual, I have all of our pictures in order. Um, Is this when they're talking about the funeral? Oh, this scene. This scene right here uh, with regard to- um, It was a little out of nowhere, wasn't it? And we never revisit. No. Well, he, does, he doesn't remember to call her. So obviously- uh, But it's never, re- it's never recalled, so we forget as well as the viewer. Yes. Yeah. Right. Ken, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't go like, oh, shit, I forgot to call my daughter. Yeah. yeah. There's none of that. None um, of that. Yeah, this was very random. She hadn't been in the season. I haven't seen her in a while. It's been a while since we've seen her. So whenever I, whenever I watch this, and again, I'm looking at everything from the perspective of somebody as if I was writing the checks to you as the writer for the show. Yeah. Right? So, like, let's say you bring me a script for this episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this script. And it's a good scene. The scene itself isn't bad, yeah. right? But c- does the show, does the course of the show, now again, we don't know because there's more episodes to come. Yeah. But does the course of the show change based on whether or not this scene is included? Yeah, right. Especially this episode. Just, yeah. And as an episode, right? If we never revisit the issues between Kendall and, mm. we have two, ep- two, three episodes left. Yeah. So. With regard to this, uh, for the entire show, it's not like we have yeah. another season. You know, and we already know Kendall has a bad. He's a, not the greatest dad. dad. Yeah. yeah, he's not the greatest dad in the world. So, yeah, this is definitely a scene that, if they were really needed, it, it could have waited. Right, or could have been executed better. Yeah, right, I agree with you. So anyway, that was just one thing. That um, was the weird prologue. Yeah, but let, let's get into the the real good stuff here. I added this picture. You didn't have this in there. Oh yeah, when Tom give, those gives are good. Her the scorpion because it's yeah. one of those things, right? Now this is. 
moderately a sexist take, mm-hmm. uh, admittedly, um, and it's stereotypical of women and everything else, and I apologize in advance, but mm-hmm. I think for purposes of the show it makes sense uh, because Shiv does tend to get, not maybe not as a woman, maybe it's just her character, but yeah. she does tend, all three of the children actually, let's back up here, hold on, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, all three of the children, um, one thing leads, to, one little minor minor thing is world ending to these yeah. kids. Okay, it doesn't matter who the situation is, whether it's Roman saying people saying that he's not like his father, so he mm-hmm. just fires everybody, or Kendall uh, being ditched by his brother, and yeah. we'll see that we that came a little bit to a head in the last scene of this episode. Mm-hmm. We find out how Kendall really feels about shit, which yeah. I liked, um, or Shiv. Gets a gift that's supposed to be like a ha-ha thing. Maybe it's funny, maybe it's not, but oh my god, yeah, it plays into this episode because mm-hmm. they've finally rekindled their relationship, Tom and yeah. Shiv. Somewhat, yeah. Somewhat. He goes, my my little, uh, what is it? Um, what does he call her? Oh, my little, my my sex machine or whatever oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, um, that's kind of where this episode. Starts, yeah, and he gets her a gift. Now he gives it to her in a similar box to the uh, to the watch that he gave Logan, season mm-hmm. one, episode one, uh, which I thought was kind of funny, a little mm-hmm. bit of a recall. But then he takes. Oh, off I was going to say he's a shit give, a gift giver. They never <laughs> he is, like, he yeah. really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he, he pulls out this uh, this scorpion in acrylic mm-hmm. uh, glass or whatever it is thing and says that she's a scorpion. Yeah, but it totally ruins her mood. Like she's. Done. Oh, I know. Yeah, she's done. For the rest yeah. of the episode, which I think is is funny, um, it's a, a scorpion. Because yeah. <laughs> you kill me, I kill you. Yeah, it's a good line. <laughs> and she's totally so upset about yeah. it, which I think is hilarious. But we love Tom. That's why we love Tom. It just shows the unhealthy communication too in the couple, yeah. because like normally you would say, well, like not you don't have to communicating doesn't mean that you have to fight. This is a prime example of why they fight because she's upset about it. It hurt her feelings, which is fine, but she doesn't say that. She goes, you probably should get to work. Mm. And then look what happens later in the episode. A combination right. of every single time that happens and they don't talk about stuff. Yeah. And then they blow up it's, at each yeah, other. I mean, it's a lack up. of communication in, on the part of everyone. Yeah. He's an idiot. But I also think that she should know at this point that he's an idiot and that he's a bad gift giver. Yeah. And like, he's All quirky. Things, yeah. He's, what are you doing? He's quirky. Mm-hmm. So like- you know, what are we doing here? That well, it definitely comes to a head at the end yep. of the episode. I just thought it was a funny scene to yeah, include. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Uh, then we go to... Um, yeah, this little meeting with the kids before the party. Finally, some more Connor. We haven't gotten a lot of Connor, but obviously we knew that Connor's been busy planning the funeral for Logan, which I'm starting to believe more and more that's going to be the finale, it seems like. Um, but yeah, obviously, so Marsha's doing her thing with that, too. But, you know, they sit down, they talk about it, and... Uh, What'd you think? What did you think of this little? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, sad. I think there's a lot on. Uh, I don't know. I think there's just so much going on in these kids' lives. There's no possible way. Think you know, in a weird way. Thank mm-hmm. God for Marsha, even though she's taking over and yeah, it's keeping them busy. You know, where they really don't have to think about it too yeah. much. But I don't know. It's, it's probably sad. not a good thing at the end of the day. But we'll no, see. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, do you agree? Do you think? I think. This finale is probably going to be Logan's funeral. Yeah, that's what I said last week. Yeah, that's what I think. It would be a logical conclusion. Yeah, right. You, the end of a series, the end of a life, Mm -hmm. the end. If everything really is day by day, as they're saying, it makes sense that you'd have a funeral a week later. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I. I, Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll see. But let's get into this party. Let's yeah, get to the, the party. Tail, the tailgate the, party. The tailgate party for the election. So obviously the election's the the next more like starts the next day, right? That's what they're waiting for. Yeah. Um so just everybody, pretty much Jerry, everyone's there. Um the old the old usual suspects. But uh this is this is my favorite part of the show is when they just have these events like this and it's just basically people having these little one-on-one interactions with each other and then everything's collapsing throughout the whole place. Totally agree. And like you said, we got some more Greg, but then, you know, Kendall gets up, gives a speech, mm-hmm. pretty good speech. You know, he had the room and then Matson walks in uh, unexpectedly, but Shiv, the double agent Shiv was the one who told him to come. Uh, and, and obviously she's, she's playing both sides here. No doubt about it. But at the end of this episode, she may have played the wrong side with Matson. What do you think? No, I definitely think she played the wrong side with Matson. I think that the, uh, the reality of the situation is that Shiv has absolutely no idea what she's doing. That's Mm -hmm. not to say, by the way, that the other kids do know what they're doing, but this just shows it point blank. No research is done. They just going by emotion and feelings. This is a business. And it's a business decision, and you have to do research and be a little bit smarter about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Kendall is really set up here to, to do some really smart stuff at the end of the episode based yeah. on the information that is given. Just to clarify, it is found out that Matson's numbers of subscribers, so Gojo is a virtual, it's like a Netflix, right? Or yeah, some, yeah, something yeah. like so, that, yeah. right? Um, or YouTube Premium or something. And, uh, and, and, Matson's subscriber count in India has magically doubled. Yeah. As if there was a second India. Right. And he's apparently okay with it. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. totally okay with it. Um, and only to the extent that it, you know, it drives the value of his company up because mm-hmm. it doesn't show where all the subscribers are. It yeah. just says how many subscribers there are. are. Added, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's, it's found out that his numbers are completely fraudulent. Mm-hmm. And, uh... He goes, it's a great scene, but when Shiv calls him out on it, and they're in private talking, which I believe I have a picture of, yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go back in a second. But during this scene with Shiv and, and Matson, he goes, it's a little uh, bit of a bit. It was very Larry yeah, David yeah, to me. Oh, yeah, Very yeah, yeah. Larry David yeah. for him to be like, as if it's a problem, and it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a problem. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I died. I thought it was fantastically done. I think the acting the acting in this, this episode specifically oh, yeah. is top notch. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't tell me that otherwise. Yeah. Um, no, everyone played their role phenomenally, mm-hmm. as they always do. But in this episode specifically, it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know me. I, I don't know. I just I like when you have everybody in a confined space because there's always drama, and it's yeah. reliant on the quality of the writing to 100%. carry the show. Yeah, because there's huge. no set, there's no explosions, no. there's no death, there's yeah. nothing crazy that happens. It's yeah. all writing, it's all conversation. So good. One thing we didn't talk mm-hmm. about, and I don't even know if I have a picture of it, is Nate showing up. Yeah. How'd you feel? Uh, you know, it's Nate. You don't think that that was Shiv's scorpion? What do you mean? Tom gives a scorpion to say, F you, you kill me. Yeah, but didn't Kendall ask to have Nate there? Right. But I'm saying yeah. he asked Shiv if it was okay, and Shiv said, yeah, why not? It's Shiv's oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shiv and Tom's house. Yeah. And she slept with Nate. Yep, like, she did do that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, no, definitely. I, I, I do. Yeah, are you saying if the scorpion thing didn't happen, would she have said no? 
Yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Like when you have that, you're trying to rekindle. If you're trying to do all these things, yeah, I just feel like Shiv would have said, "No, you're out of your mind." He's I did coming. love the callback uh, that Nate made when he comes in and he's like, oh, "I'll make sure not to drink too much of the wine." Remember when oh, at the party? Tom, yeah. I tweeted this out. Follow Wilco Media on Twitter if you'd like. Yeah, I tweeted this out though. It was my favorite line of the episode. I'm, I don't know if you have one yeah. or not. Um, because there were so. I mean, the writing in this episode specifically is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he says, uh. No, no, no. Drink uh, drink all the wine you want, basically. And then uh, Tom says to Nate, he goes, um, it's fruity, and uh, it's the type of wine that separates the connoisseurs from the weekend Malbec morons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, again, love that <laughs> line. I was like, that is so good. Yep. It's so good, and it was so... Uh, Pretentious. Yeah, yeah, but it was like such a slap in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was such a high-class slap mm-hmm. to Nate. It was fantastic. And... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I absolutely I absolutely loved it. Yeah. The, uh, Let's bounce back. Uh, that little quick interaction between Jerry and Roman. Obviously, the first time since that he fired her. Uh, very abruptly. That firing was just. Uh, it was yeah. Just a, it was yeah. Got to walk that back. He was um, feeling kind of fiery. Yes, but idiot. Roman tries to backtrack that, and then this is the scene from the trailer that we saw when Jerry threatens to go public. Yeah. Uh, about obviously all the pictures that Roman sent her over the years. Sure. Um. It, obviously, we knew we've been saying this. You know, this this is going to have big consequences. I think for Roman. Um, if he can't backtrack this and get Jerry back on his good side, I mean, it, it's not going to end well. What do you think? Um. This is exactly where I thought. I thought she would have. When you're in the middle of an argument, right? Um. It's very difficult to kind of think things through, which is what makes me like Jerry so much. Is she doesn't snap back. Roman no. flies off the handle. Yeah, Jerry, yeah, yeah. Jerry's very she's mature. She's very reserved. She doesn't show her cards. Right. So what did she do after she got, quote unquote, fired? Mm-hmm. Um, she went and spoke with her attorney and PR people and exactly what I thought was going to happen. And she still has, she throws it in his face a little bit, but it's clear that she hasn't mentioned anything to anybody else about the pictures. Yes. But she does threaten that, like, like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, yeah. If you don't give me millions and millions and millions, uh, eye-watering sums of money, mm-hmm. she says. Yeah, um, that uh, she's going to come forward with the with the, uh, the the endless pictures of his genitalia that she has yes. received on her phone, and um, he, as I mean, rightfully so, like he has nothing to say. No, that's why Cough you don't up the money. You don't. Um, that's why you don't fire people randomly on the spot it's based also, on pure impulse. It's also why uh, you don't send people pictures of your genitalia un- unsolicited, especially ones you work with. You don't. You don't. Yeah. Sh- you don't shit where you eat. Amen. You know? Amen. But I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting here. Obviously, you after at the end of last episode, you didn't think Roman was trending in a good direction. I still it's don't the, think. Yeah, I don't think he is. But we shall see. But let's talk about this scene right here. I know you loved it because you texted me. I fucking me. loved this scene, man. Very well and written. actually, I was watching it with Allie, and she fe- she was late. She fell asleep right before this scene happened. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I did gotta, you not slap? I mean, no, I, I gotta, don't want any yeah, views, but they, did you not like wake her up? No, I tried, but she. I'm gonna have to have her watch that scene now because, dude. So normally, like this is a bad thing to say when you get taken out of it because okay. of the acting. But I was taken out of it in a good way. Explain. And to point, like, the the acting was so good, I, like, removed myself and said, hang on, these aren't actors. I mean, these aren't real people. You know, oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. It was that good. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Because sometimes bad acting can take you out and be like, this isn't real. This was so real. You know? And like you said, it's it's been such a buildup. They really haven't had a back and forth like this yet at this level. And just everything comes out from both sides. <laughs> One line that killed me with Tom was when he was like, uh, after our wedding, and you bang the whole phone book. Oh my God, <laughs> it's like, so oh good. Your se- he says another time. He says your sense of self is is this thing. Yeah. Um. He he has some great lines. I think he won this argument. I I don't know. I think he said. I think uh, so. One thing I love is I don't know if you've ever fought. Hopefully not with mm-hmm. Allie. I mean, I love Allie. I think she's amazing. Um, I hope you guys, ha- it seems like you guys have a great relationship, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to call you out publicly here at all, but I yep. mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a fight with a loved one like that in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, t- I don't know if you noticed this about me. I'm pretty fiery even in a friendship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a relationship, I can get pretty fiery as well. And uh, sometimes, much like Roman, you can say things that just go a little bit too far. Yeah. Tom has no idea that she's pregnant at this point, and yeah, he does he say, say I don't think you're fit to have children. Um. Did she? Did he say that before or after she said that she doesn't care about him? I don't. Because that's a low blow too. But that might have been after he said. But that. she's already yeah. said to him in previous fights or previous arguments that she doesn't love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he does love her. I mean, he says, "I married you for love," mm-hmm. and she says, "You married me for power." She says that her the mother loves her more than she loves him because mm-hmm. she's mental, basically. Um, they both say some things that are incredibly, I mean, just such like jugular, low blow, horrible, horrible things to each other. Yeah. I don't think either one of them really mean the things that they're saying. I think they're just trying to win. Yeah. I think it's what they're used to is do whatever you can to win whatever situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, when you're in a fight, whether it's physical or verbal, your objective is to hurt the other one bad enough so that you don't get hurt yourself. I'm not saying it's the right way to be. I'm just saying that's the objective Mm -hmm. here. And so they both say some of the the shittiest things. Yeah, they do. It's so bad, some of the stuff that they say. And uh, I think Tom needed it, though. I think he, like, gets a lot of stuff off his chest that Mm -hmm. he was, that he's been trying to say. You're right about the acting. It's so awkward because it's not like, because Tom is so awkward, I mean. He's so... Like, doesn't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, he was ready. And and finally, I mean, if you look back, he's he every single every single scene between the two of them in at least this season mm-hmm. um, and in previous seasons when they're arguing, but every single time Tom wants to bring something up and he says, like, did you want to talk about it or whatever? Yeah. She goes, well, now's not a good time. And she yeah. tries to do it in this scene as well. And yeah. he doesn't let her get away he this time. He wouldn't avoid it, yeah. Um, I actually, I really enjoyed it not to jump around too, too much, mm-hmm. but at the end of this scene, when Tom walks inside and he goes, okay, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, tired. Yeah. I'm going to bed. Yep. And they all go, ha, ha, ha. and he goes, get out of my house. Yep. <laughs> like, please leave. I just thought it was great. Party's over. Um, there's a joke in my family that my grandfather at the end mm-hmm. of a party, cause, um, my grandmother used to throw these huge, huge parties with people. Yeah. And there's a joke in my family that my grandfather would go into the bathroom and come out with a toothbrush and start flicking the lights on and off oh, when he wanted yeah. people to leave. Uh, same same type of deal. Uh, very funny, um, but he's hurt. I think he's really really hurt. Yeah, uh, we see it. I mean, obviously, it's it just funny because this episode starts off and you're like, oh, the, Shiv and Tom might actually get through this, and then it ends just like, nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in this awesome, this great shot of Tom laying in his bed, and then we kind of leave off on a very somber somber note. What do you think's next? Three episodes left. 
I could see. An, so you know how they say, like, if you get into, uh, like, it's very common for mm-hmm. when two men, right, get into a fist fight, mm-hmm. that they become best friends right after the fist fight. Yeah. Like, they'll hate each other, and then they get into a fist fight and become best friends. I could see that this that this pot boiled over a little bit, and I think that there there may be a rekindling of some sort. Because now everything was up, thrown on the table. Yeah, I think everybody knows where everybody stands. Yeah. I don't think there's any secrets anymore. Um, but I, I do agree with you, though. The thing about her with the child, though, might be too big of a a punch to the gut. Well, yeah, yeah, I think it's cl- I think it's safe to say that it's not his. But all you think so? That it's not Tom's? You don't think it's his kid? Well, episode 1, she's 20 weeks. It might have it might be his like from right before he betrayed her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying in Italy. Yeah. I, I Maybe, still think could- I still think it it is his, but still we haven't addre- they haven't addressed the fact that she continues to drink. And all this stuff, so I, I really which don't. is weird. Now, just to go off mm-hmm. of the episode, but more into the behind the scenes thing. I, I every week I, I listen to the podcast they after never the episode, about it, right? And but they mentioned her being pregnant because he directly says that you, you're not fit to be a mom. Yes. So the the woman who does the uh, podcast for HBO for Succession mm-hmm. mentions, and and he's on the episode. By nice. the way, you always know that. Like, I'm I'm starting to understand where everything's going, um, based on. Uh, who they have in that podcast. So like in episode three, when Logan dies, they interviewed uh, Brian, Brian Cox. Cox. Yeah. This one was Tom's episode. Yeah. So they interviewed Tom, but they, there are people they haven't interviewed yet. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So they haven't interviewed Nicholas Braun yet. Oh, interesting. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I'm very exciting. excited. I love the show, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. love all of it. Like trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's like a puzzle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying to figure everything out. So I'm very excited for that. Um, that could be very interesting. They have interviewed Sarah Snook. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't, I don't think they've had Jeremy Strong on yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they mention it directly and, then, but they didn't mention the drinking or the drugs. Yeah. So it, it kind of lends into the whole, like, mm, what's going to happen? I think it's uh, the more, the more they don't talk about it, the more I think it's going to end in a bad way. Well, I don't disagree with yeah. you. Number one, number two, though, we also have to realize that the season is day by day. So even though there are three weeks left in the show, mm-hmm. there's only three days left in succession right. universe. So what can happen in three days? Mm, good point. She if can, they continue to do the day by day, which we pr- they probably will. It would be absolutely bizarre if they didn't. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. At, 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 they're over halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you have something like uh, House of the Dragon, right? They did three episodes, time yeah. jump, three episodes, time jump. But this would be, I mean, they're yeah. 70% through. No, you're right. You know? um, so, yeah, I don't know what can happen in three days. I mean, if there's any sort of ending to a pregnancy, you're looking at multiple days in a hospital, which would take Sarah Snook out of the equation entirely for the rest of the season, basically. Yeah. Like, we only have three days. We have three, 72 hours mm-hmm. or whatever it is to, to kind of wrap everything up. I'm excited. So, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm super pumped. Yeah, it's going to be we doing? Are we doing a finale? What do we think? I think so. We'll, we'll be doing a finale review maybe like right, right after, after the, the show. Yeah. We'll get into it. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a late night for RJ. Oh, yeah. But listen, we're excited. Hope you're excited. Let us know down below what you thought of this episode. Please. We'll be talking about episode eight. It's crazy how close we are to the end. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. We'll do a finale uh, post-episode review when that hits. And, uh, yeah, guys, thank you for watching. As always, the Movie Mob podcast drops every Friday at 6 p.m. We get the uh, Movie Roulette every Mondays at 12 p.m., in Matt's uh, little show there, sidelined NBA edition. Not there's anything wrong with little show. What you said, little show. Yeah, <laughs> like, or, uh, Matt's little uh, side gig there. Uh, <laughs> like issue. Um, 
<laughs> that's at 12 p.m. on Wednesday, so check that out. NBA playoffs is, is getting interesting, so mm. check it out. Comment below, like, subscribe. It really helps out the channel, guys. We appreciate everyone who's uh, new to the channel, everyone who's been here. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week. How you doing?